Orb presents Are You There, God? It's me, Dean! This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And welcome back. Yeah, welcome back to Orb. Good episode. We're on a good stretch. Mm-hmm. No, the the series has definitely found its uh, found its legs so far. Uh, we're yeah. gonna have a nice mixture of joke episodes and lore episodes uh, for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the series. I mean, yes, for the rest of the series, but even for this season, we are beyond the season one blues. I think. Yes, absolutely. the The popular wisdom that season one is bad is not uh, wise at should all. Should become unpopular. It wisdom. is false. Yes, we've disproved or it. Or popular reverse wisdom. Yeah you know um either or because Mm -hmm. it is a good season yes um and it only gets better Mm -hmm. one of my faves yes are you there god Uh, it's me dean this is a doc hammer episode uh, ripped from the mm -hmm. headlines of a person's real life that's not headlines (laughs) that's just uh, from the waistlines (laughs) (laughs) um oh geez Uh, but yeah, no, this is a, this is a Doc Hammer episode. Uh, it originally aired on October 2nd, 2004. Um, and I fell in love with this episode because of the introduction of the, like the guild and the bureaucracy that all of these people have to live under. We're going to see more of that next time in tag sale. Like this, this, yes. uh, the, this detente that exists between, uh, hero between scientists and arches or heroes and arches. But like this bureaucracy really, really speaks to me. Yeah, T- tag sale is the highlight of the season mm-hmm. for me. This is really up there, though. I think this is very funny. Um, you know, they this is an episode where there's very little in the way of action until the end, and the action there is artificial. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's created for fun. Yeah. Um, we don't actually get to see any adventures that the Venture Brothers go on. This is just them dealing with normal ass shit. Yeah, it's a conscious um, decision. I like in the art book where they talk about like, yeah, no, we just we eventually decided that the thing we want to do is like hint at these greater adventures that they're going on, but never actually give them to you. We're going to show like the domestic aftermath. Like the thing that makes yeah. our show special is that we're going to show them do the laundry. Right. Yeah. And the, and they're going to, uh, you know, eventually this will reach its apothe- apotheosis with Escape from the House of Mummies, part two of three, <laughs> um, where we're just seeing the margins of things. And yeah. that is so, it's one of my favorite things that media can do. Yeah. And they're so skilled at it. Yeah. Um, like, we don't learn very much about their actual mission here, except for one very tantalizing detail <laughs> um, <laughs> about what they're trying to get. Um <laughs> You know, but the actual, the, the content here is very good. And again, uh, you know, ripped from the waistlines. Like, Doc Hammer actually had the condition that Dean comes down with, yeah. which is something called testicular torsion. Sounds One horrifying. One out of 4,000 kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is really common if you really think horrible. about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know 4,000 people, but, um, you know, I know f- people who know 4,000 people. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Um, Thank goodness this passed me by. Yeah. No, you know? no. I mean, imagine watching this as a high school kid and being fucked up by that. Like, oh, this might just, your balls might just turn around on you. Yeah. Well, it seems they could do that, but it doesn't seem like it'd be a problem. Like, I always assumed it was just kind of the Wild West down there. Like, they <laughs> jump over each other and, like, They're being held together. They're, and, they're like, held in by, like, ligaments and stuff like that. Like, and there they're, they're, they're are hoses you don't want to get kinked, right? Yeah, I know you're, they're hosey, you don't want to get kinked, but like, I feel like I could take my balls right now, put one in front of the other, and not 
die or be but have not them like start permanently up or dying like or, i don't know well no they would just they would just go back that's what <laughs> right. i'm saying like i just kind of felt uh-huh. like this is the kind of thing that happens hey but you know you know so, so, so sometimes you get the you know well you, you ever used a yo-yo and uh like the line gets all tangled up and you had to like let it dangle so it would uh so it would, it would go slack again yeah yeah, yeah. That, sometimes that happens with your clackers dude well yeah i i know that i watched the episode <laughs> gary yeah, my, i don't I know, if, about I, it. I, I know like it requires surgery well, I know. I'm just saying that that was surprising to me when I first learned it because I assumed I, yeah. uh-huh. that they could just kind of exist, like well, they that, were just well, like yeah, free you, was, you, and you, you assumed, and I want you to admit that you were wrong. I made an ass out of me and my balls. Yeah, um, yeah, sumo balls. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it just it was just interesting. I was learning about anatomy from the Venture <laughs> Brothers. Yeah, from this, you know. <laughs> I wonder what uh, when I had my vasectomy, which uh, connections I lost. I wonder if I could now. You know, do a testicular <laughs> torsion and get away with it. You know, maybe I have not a superpower. Are, are you just like, like maybe you got spinners now? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I can just uh, set it up like a little perpetual motion machine. Yeah, you know, it just kind of kind of spins around like Fushigi. Testicular motion machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just sitting around doing per, per, a contact juggling. Per, te- per testicular. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I lost it. That's nothing. There's, there's something there. <laughs> um, but Doc Hammer actually had it, uh-huh. as we mentioned. Uh, so he just kind of basically wrote his life uh, from this, but it, it's great. Mm-hmm. In in uh, writing order, this is the first time uh, we get twenty one and twenty four. Yep. In writing order, this is the first time uh, Pete and Billy White are defined, mm-hmm. um, or uh, <laughs> Billy and Pete White. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, so all of that, and it's also just like tons of really good jokes in this. Yeah. There, I have a couple of minor like nitpicks mm-hmm. that come through just because of we're doing a close read. Yeah. Of yeah. it, uh, but it's generally, I think this is a triumph. Yeah. Um, so let's get into it. We have our cold open. They're in the Amazon. Again, they had this big list of environments they wanted to go to, uh, and their globetronic adventure, right? So like, this will be the jungle episode, but not really. Uh, mm-hmm. the monarch is taunting the venture family. He has them trapped. Uh, and he has, uh, he's taunting them for leading him directly to Grover Cleveland's presidential time machine. <laughs> this is incredible. I love the, that. the object. Uh, huh? The actual oh, design. Yeah, it's like a wardrobe with his head sticking out of it. It's so good. The Why idea of a presidential Cleveland? time machine. Yeah. It's so good. Does every um, president get one? Uh, and this one went know. missing? Like, is this a broken arrow, Gary? Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we just don't get to find out. That's the beauty of it. Uh-huh. Um, he has them tied up over the Amazon, uh, and he's taunting them about the deadly fish. Uh, Hank thinks it's the piranha or a no. shark, but really it's the dreaded kandiru, <laughs> a naughty little pinch with a penchant for climbing up a man's urethra and feasting on the nethers within, mm-hmm. um, which is real. Uh, uh, so it is a real fish. It is hotly debated uh, whether or not it will, it will actually seek out a urethra. Uh, every time you go and look this up, there's a lot of like, actually, and then turns out, and then actually it just facilitates. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I saw, yes. I saw that it has happened. Like, oh. maybe they're not, like, as hungry for urethra, hmm. you know, as as they're portrayed in this episode. It's like, Berate, it's, like, the main voracious. thing. They yeah. just love it. You know, just <laughs> fucking sleep it. But um, the, uh, I, I just, I, I read that this has happened, hmm. you okay. know. So, and, and I can talk it up to the monarch just of reading that it had happened as well. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know. But it's his plan. I just um, love that he could dip them in piranhas, but he wants to... He wants to have a fish eat the, in the inside of their dick. <laughs> like, yeah, the ultimate uh, punishment. Yeah, um, yeah. But Dean calls a timeout 
uh, which is very funny. Yep, just time in out. I'm in pain. Oh God, I'm sick. Something's wrong. Um, yeah. And uh, Monarch's like, you time out. You can't call it time out. <laughs> yeah, like, like no, like, you know. Is his no nos hurt the yeah. super adult word my sons use to refer to their genitals in front of their father? Yeah. Um, and he he's like, let them go. And uh, Monarch says, why should I do that? And I love Rusty's like delivery. He's like, because you have to. Yeah. Like there's a specific addendum to the Guild of Calamitous Intent. And he cites uh, a chapter in verse uh, saying it's yep. in the law for unusual torture. If a kid being held captive gets sick, everybody lets go to get you know to to be you know to have it dealt with. Basically, like you can't endanger a child like this. Hmm. You have to endanger them with Kandiru's. Monarch says that's not true. Uh, Doc says, well, just look it up. Uh, He has a guild handbook in his glove compartment, so he tells them not to go anywhere and heads back to go check it out. (laughs) I love Um, telling people who are tied up not to go anywhere. Yeah, he says it with like a wink. Yes. You know? Um, (laughs) So uh, he goes back, he confirms it. Um, The Monarch uh, gets to keep a uh, collateral. Mm Mm-hmm. He's going to keep Brock captive as collateral while the family goes and deals with the illness, and they'll meet back in two days. Right. Uh, Brock says he won't go because he's a bodyguard. Like, you have your orders. Like, basically, you have your position in this mm-hmm. big fiction yeah. that we all live in, and I have mine. I need a body. Uh, so he says, guard him. He takes Hank yes. with him. Right. So this splits up the team. Um, in the butterfly plane, Hank is reading the guild handbook, uh, and he's fascinated by this. And he's also fascinated by the idea that the law that uh, that Rusty cited is nicknamed Rusty's Law. Uh, Mark yeah. says, oh, your grandfather did a real number on your old man. And he gets, like, nostalgia, like, oh, I never met the guy, but man, would it be great to arch him. It's like, <laughs> just the fact that he's stuck with his shitty son. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, Hank's like, well, I never met my grandfather or my mother. Uh, and the monarch is like, you know, what if I told you that you've already met your mother and your dad is somebody you don't expect? I'm your real dad. Yeah. Uh, Hank doesn't buy it. And then monarch mocks him. Yeah. Uh, my one like nitpick for this episode is it ignores all of the bonding and stuff from Dia de los Dangerous. Yes. It's kind of before they felt like they needed to do continuity for that stuff. Yeah. Like there's there's one nod to it later where he's like, you broke my heart, Hank. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, but it's also this does not feel like the same monarch to me. No, no, it's like it's like he's forgotten about the he's forgotten about everything there, um, and even like like down to like little details. Like Hank has to keep on reminding him of like, oh, you're you're lying about this because the last time he did X, Y, or Z. Um, yeah. And it's like the monarch, you know, monarch who remembers everything, right? Like he's extremely petty and keeps score on so much. Uh, the fact that he would only remember like j- like just the basics of the arrangement and not the actual like attachment that he formed is really weird. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it 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 kind of has shades of you know learning from the the art book and from research that like they originally were just going to have a lot more villains yeah. before they settled on the monarch. This ends up making sense because they could have done this plot with anybody. Yeah, like no. this didn't need to be the monarch. Mm-hmm. You know, if if uh, Hank and Brock were in Unterland or another arch enemies area, they could still have done the basic just a bit. Yes, they just decided on the monarch because the monarch's great. Yeah, and uh, but the kind of and th- that all f- fades away by season two, where like everyone will remember everything. Yes, they remember better than you do. <laughs> yeah. um, back in the cargo bay of the uh, butterfly copter, uh, twenty one and twenty four first written appearance mm-hmm. are with uh, with Brock in uh, you know uh, twenty four is eating or twenty one is eating uh, TV dinner. Yep, 
Um, I was just thinking about like why he's like where's he cooking that on the <laughs> on the engine, you know, <laughs> on the, yeah, on the engine of the, of this thing, huh? uh, and he reveals that the gun's not loaded. You know, right, uh, Brock right. says like, why do you have to keep pointing that gun at me? Where am I going to go? Right, right. Uh, yeah, and it's just a complete shambles of an operation here. Um, speaking mm-hmm. of shambles, Dean's balls. Because uh, over in the X1, Dean is in horrible, horrible pain. And Rusty, uh, you know, tells him like, oh, uh, you know, it's got to be from that from that neighbor girl, that hussy you're hanging out with. His girls like that are usually on the dope. Dean, have you been shooting dope into your scrotum? You can tell me I'm hip. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he wants to look at it to palpate him. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to. He's like, Dad, please don't feel me up. Uh-huh. Uh, he's like, what, do you want helper to do it? A doddering old robot with steel metal claws? <laughs> um, and but, I, I really wish that had happened. Like, they just yeah. want helper. <laughs> palpate the region. <laughs> just, uh, 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 but, but he, he, wants, he a wants a doctor. Yeah. yeah. Like, like a teenage boy would. Like, yeah, of course he would. You uh-huh. know, uh, you know. So he calls uh, Billy Quizboy, mm-hmm. um, and we get to see the conjectural technologies camper. I love their in. camper. I love their RV. It's so good. Yeah, uh, you know where uh, Pete White is playing Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> and Billy's in mind like, Wait, "What are you doing?" So he's like, "Apparently, I'm doing a drive-by for the Yachties." <laughs> um, like, really well observed. Uh, it's this whole thing where he's like, "Why don't you flush the toilet?" It's like a bucket full of patio bars in there. Is so fucking disgusting to me. Yeah, like have you ever like lived with somebody or been around somebody who consistently doesn't flush the toilet? It's awful after shitting. It's yeah. the worst, man. I don't know what it is, but I do not want to see that. No, like, no. Yeah, it, it, I don't know what it is. It I shouldn't have drives to. me nuts. I shouldn't have to. Yeah. Like it's it's literally. I mean, it's just sitting there stinking the place up. Like stop it. Yeah, the, the, we can just make that go away with a touch of a button. It's no, one of the best things it, we did as people. Yeah, it's like one of the reasons. Like one of the two reasons we have society is so so we like shit will go away. Yeah, and I don't care where it goes. Just fucking out of my house. Yeah, you know, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so gross, man. Yeah. Um, but also calling it a bucket full of patio bars implies that they're studded with peanuts, which is yeah, it's yeah. fucking all of this is a very disgusting line. Yeah, uh, that I like Billy's little apron, uh, like he's cleaning. You know, he's leaving passive aggressive thing. notes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just a little yeah. odd couple routine is is great. Uh, Billy answers the phone, um, and I love that Pete forces him to go through the greeting. How can we? How yeah. can we make your tomorrow better? <laughs> yeah the, the, uh uh this is all intercut with the background of py just being like oh, i hit the pause screen check out my stats yeah. i am awesome uh <laughs> this is like very sweet yeah uh, uh the py voice is uh is jackson public doing his dad yeah is, uh, uh, incredible it's one of my favorite voices that's so good uh on the show uh absolutely love it mm-hmm. um you know, so he gets hired. You know, he's like, "Who? That was Doctor Venture." You know, get out! I will not further. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> uh, so they get hired uh, to do this. Uh-huh. Um, there's this weird thread of him of Pete White denying Billy high fives. Yep. Which okay. is, I don't understand what that's about. Like, did high fives were they not cool in the early 2000s? And I forgot about it. I, I mean, high fives have. I mean, it, it was only ever cool when like athletes did it. Is the thing I've never felt good doing a high five. <laughs> Oh, I like a high five, man. Uh, I, I, yeah. I I always I feel bad about high fives because I'm very anxious about the possibility of missing. So, oh. <laughs> um, 
what do, what do you think about low fives like down low Ooh, that's even harder because like down there it's yeah, harder to see like, where it's at like well, and you have to be pretty quick yeah i mean oh because otherwise yeah. you get left hanging too slow <laughs> otherwise yeah. it's too slow yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's a lot of pressure you know when you get no. to down low i prefer it, it for, for, for i prefer the fist bump it's just it's pretty yeah. it's it's much it's much lower stakes is the thing and also like i'm intimidated by people who are like really good at high fives who can get the loud clap going because i I, just yeah. really, I really can't um i love a high five that kind of hurts oh yeah no, like you want to like feel it you're just like oh man you want to feel it for a couple of tomorrow. minutes yeah 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 days <laughs> um just like uh just look at um, my shoulder the celebration <laughs> god damn it traction me traction me buddy <laughs> oh uh, gosh but billy has the job and he even uh secured us uh, secured a role for pete even though pete's a mm-hmm. computer programmer <laughs> Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh gosh uh but they're uh back back with the monarch and the hostages uh they're flying in the butterfly plane monarch's talking about you know like trying to talk it up they're trying to impress hank really by saying like ah yes the cocoon it's in a place so secret that even i don't know where it is we have to fly by the radar above the cloud line <laughs> and then they come up to it mm-hmm. and it's just in the grand canyon <laughs> yeah i i had a hard time with this like maybe you can explain this to me like uh-huh. Is is the monarch because the monarch sounds disappointed mm-hmm. when he finds out it's in the Grand Canyon? Did he like? Is he? Did they move it on him? Yeah, like it's just like oh, like well, you, you know, we're, we'll we'll just park the monarch. We'll, we'll just park the the cocoon somewhere, you know, because it needs to float to be around everywhere. Just park it somewhere inconspicuous. I think he's disappointed at the henchman for putting him for putting it in one of the most famous tourist attractions because okay. he says like, oh, it's here for everybody to see. I think that like. <laughs> I think that that's that's what he's uh that that's what he's disappointed in is just how how shitty his henchmen are. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't quite understand this. Right. Uh, this felt weird to me, and it goes on for a long time. Yeah. Like there's a couple there's a couple pacing bits in this mm-hmm. that I think are a little rough. Uh, when they walk in though, uh, they're having a surprise party because it's also the monarch's birthday. Yep. <laughs> um, and he's so know, startled he, he darts a henchman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you got they got him a Brock Samson. Yeah. Um I just yeah, I just made him some him coupons. Some coupons. Yeah. Um, you know, he's uh you know, before he start telling me what a jolly good fellow I am. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then they he goes into to introduce himself to Dr. Girlfriend who has a sex plan for mm-hmm. him, a birthday sex plan. Uh for he's up super a sexy good fellow. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then she says this line, which is like again, real weird. It's pretty dark. Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess the muscular one is all right, but the kid is just too far. Can't we just use the puppet again? Um, which is the first appearance um, of the uh, super kinky yeah, doctor yeah. girlfriend and monarch relationship, which like, is like a swinger relationship. Mm-hmm. They do all kinds of weird shit. Yeah, it, um, it was it was hinted when the monarch started jacking off when she was making out with Rusty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but the, like, the, you know, but the, they've got a very adventurous, yeah. sexual uh, relationship. Which fuck it, man, I'm a villain. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be tied down by your morality. Come on. I think he literally says that. Does when, he? When he finds out, you know, yeah, when he, oh, when yeah. the first episode where they reveal they swing, I think he's gotcha. just like, oh, we're villains. Like, okay, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, Brock insists on being given a place to sleep. Like, hey, you know, you can't just have us here um marsh is bragging at the accommodations hank is uh hank is like no you had me sleeping in a stinky cell and he says oh it'll be a far cry from sleeping over dr venture's garage like so much fonzie oh so much fonzie <laughs> just a quantity of fonz like so much fonzie yeah um so at the venture compound 
uh, Billy, you know, is there. He's like, you know, this is really more of a job for your urologist, but this should be a walk in the park. And, and um, he one-ups it, like trying to comfort yeah. Dean. Yeah. <laughs> through a walking through a park with genitals for trees. And hair and for grass. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, you know, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, Pete's voice. Yeah. Um, they're trying to convince him, you know, to let him examine uh you know what it is and they're like you know i love this like with your lifestyle this could be anything yeah you know, like, oh, alien yeah, virus pa- pa- like, alien, like and yeah. it's not unreasonable right like yeah absolutely uh-huh. uh big shades of uh last episode right you know with your lifestyle you know you get in the super science space you get exposed to a lot of this yeah, stuff yeah god might blink yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah and so he basically says i don't want a little kid looking at my junk uh and this is where uh rusty makes uh billy come clean Yes. That he's got a growth disorder and a speech impediment. He's not mm-hmm. actually a kid. Yeah, he's just been playing up the boy genius thing for 20 years. And, like, you can yeah. tell by looking at it, he's got lines on his face, you know. Like, he's just obviously just an, just an old man with, you know, some, some, some you know, differences. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, yes, he's an adult. He's a doctor. Dean pulls down his pants and everybody is horrified. Uh, lines, I'm not yes. prepared to rule out the parasite hypothesis. Something is terribly wrong with this young boy's junk. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a, a big bloated scrote. Yes. Yeah. They, call, they, call, they call it a beach ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beach ball. Gross. <laughs> um, the next morning, uh, Brock and Hank uh, wake up. They're walking to the cocoon uh, to the center. And Brock is saying how you know, garbagey everything is yeah uh here you know it's like oh what could you even give for the monarch he's got yeah. trained henchmen he's got uh you know they're in yeah. peak physical condition <laughs> uh etc um you know there's a great little bit where hank is like i had to sleep in my clothes now i feel dirty and monarch says i've never seen you wear any other outfit mm-hmm. like, well, that doesn't mean i don't wash it <laughs> touche <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, I love yeah. the as they like. Oh, it's not my only one. Uh, I just yeah, I like they had, they could have gone the Doug Funny route where he had a where he had a closet full of all the same clothes. But uh, no, they like, gotta like, wash like it. Yeah. yeah, um, Brock implies that he slept naked, and you know, Monarch says, "Hey, burn his sheets." Um, and Monarch yeah. is making like all of these grandiose statements about like, "Ah, welcome to the command, you know, to, to my command deck. This is the nerve center of my ominous body." But like everybody mm-hmm. around is really as either asleep or bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's trying to impress Brock and Nank, but like, oh, you like look how look, look how on point everything is. But when they're not able to arch Doctor Venture, nothing can happen. Like so little yeah. is happening. Like a henchman walking by, the monarch asks him to go to the fridge and get him a fresca. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and Brock is really disgusted by this. Like, yeah. hey, haven't you ever tried the you know world domination thing? Are you too afraid for the you know the big leagues? Uh, here um and again this is uh is a nice like a little companion episode of tag sale yeah you know like what can i do to this guy that life hasn't already done mm-hmm. um they need each other yeah you know all they have is their game yep you know um <clears throat> back at the compound uh billy diagnoses dean with testicular torsion his balls are twisted around it's like he won the genetic lottery one in four thousand people <laughs> the genetic freak lottery yeah. coming from an albino and uh severe hydrocephalic yeah um the uh and uh, Rusty, another big hint at this mm-hmm. point, Rusty blames himself and says, uh, I could have fixed this in the prototype phase. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's 
big foreshadowing. Right. Uh, right. I love Billy at this point. The, the beautiful music comes up and he goes, raising a son is an experiment that no scientist is prepared for. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very funny. Yeah. They're trying to convince Dean uh, to let them op- to let them operate on him because he's just like, oh, gosh, can't we just let this, let, you know, let, let, let this resolve itself? Which is understandable. You don't want to have somebody open up your balls. Um, but they, you know, can try to lay out, lay, lay, you know, tell him like, yeah, they're going to die and they'll act, they'll atrophy, you know, think raisins. Um, yeah. That's you know, a, or like that one peanut that oh, shares the, the shell with another shell. nut. Yeah. <laughs> little, yeah. That's really, really gross. And, uh, Doc Hammer said like all the things that they say are things the doctor said to me. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know how much that's exaggerated, but if so, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, bedside manner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They said that, you know, that uh, this will be horribly painful unless you're that guy from an excess and are into that, yeah. which is a weird joke because Michael Hutchins is said to have probably died from um, autoerotic asphyxiation. Right, right. Which is not the same thing as CBT. No. Like cock and ball torture or ball busting is entirely different than different communities association. Yeah. Different communities, they, different they, values, they, they, different national they, song. They, they really don't like being mixed different up with each other. Bird. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's incredibly different. I don't, yeah. I, you know, like geez, you know, Jackson Public and Doc Hammer, go back in time and hire Gary to be your best friend <laughs> and hang out with you guys. And you need me tonight. You, you need me tonight to tell y'all Michael Hutchins died. <laughs> Um, oh jeez! Uh, but they, you know, D- Dean finally acquiesces, uh, but he's bummed out that they have to shave the that they have to shave the inc- the incision site. Um, you know, it's like, oh, I just grew those. Uh, he doesn't want to yeah. lose his pubes. Um, it's a big deal getting pubes. Was it? I I just <laughs> <laughs> I remember it being pretty cool. <laughs> I just, like I remember it being a thing that was like made, like made a big deal of in uh, in in media. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, just like, when, 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 when when are you going to get your pubes? Like I remembered it from uh, like uh, from from Wayne's World, Wayne's World too. Like oh, Garth finally went through puberty. Um, none of my friends ever talked about it, and I never felt like I accomplished anything by growing hair there. <laughs> oh, I I did. Okay, I I remember our friends talked about it, but we might have been influenced by like Wayne's World. I gotcha. And stuff, yeah. Talking about you know, so we might have just been like, and also like me and my friends talked about our changing bodies a lot. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, you know, just kind of uh, compared body notes and such right right um yeah just talking about what the development was like down there yeah because how, how are we gonna learn from school not america <laughs> no, yeah you know <laughs> we're also supposed to learn this shit <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's normal and eventually they'll just become you know a chore yeah yeah um, you just have to deal with know? this yeah yeah shampoo and trim <laughs> yep so. um uh when we uh we cut back you know they at some point in here uh they talked about how it's the monarch's birthday yeah. and how they're gonna get something for them and it's just i i let hank's like i can get him a razzle i have yeah. a razzle in my pocket first it's candy then it's gum yeah. uh, i don't know if you've had a razzle but they're fucking disgusting and weird and, and no i've never um, had a razzle uh because the uh, concept sounds awful to me they are awful. I don't even like uh, I don't even like blow pops. Give me a Tootsie Roll pop any day, man. Yeah, yeah, blow pop is fucking disgusting. Yeah. Um gum does not mix with anything, even nuts. <laughs> um when they c- cut over 21 and 24 having this violent argument about whether the Smurfs lay eggs, this felt a little Kevin Smithy to me. Very much uh, but so. But I love the delivery. Yes. You know? She would have to be an estrus 24/7. <laughs> yeah, Papa Smith has a fucking beard. Yeah. You know, uh and Brock attacks them. Uh-huh. Um, he's doing this to give him something to do. Like this is one of those episodes where it's all about play. Uh-huh. Like, this is just very sweet. I love this. It's a, just a, like, Oh, here's my favorite to you. I'll give you like, I'll just give everybody something to do by being my ruthless murdery self. 
yeah. yeah, by murdering a bunch of these dudes. <laughs> um, you know, they they uh, they call the monarch. They think he's a monster. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, they cut 43's tendon. His calf rolled up like a window shade until he Ooh. passed out from pain. <laughs> he passed out from screaming in pain. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, the monarch, like, you know, taunts him and then thanks him. And Brock uh-huh. gives this, like, for just one second, gives this look like this very, like, yeah, knowing yeah. uncle. Yep. <laughs> he's like, you know, uh, uh, good, good boy. Yeah. yeah, I love it so much. Like, I got your back, buddy. Uh-huh. I know what you want. And it, this is his birthday present to him. Yeah. Like, it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, he felt it's, sorry it's, for him. Like, I'd, I'd really like that. Yeah. It's really strange. <laughs> um, so we get a montage because that's how Doc Hammer episodes yep. end. Like, let's yep. just get to the end. Yeah, let's, let, let's just get to the end. Let's have, like, literally the climax of both stories happen at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but, go. yeah, it's the it's the battle and the operation. <laughs> Like and Rusty's just out in his little conversation pit eating a sandwich. Yeah, um, I love really the gag good. of like release the butterflies, and he opens yeah. the hatch and it's just a bunch of dead, but a bunch of dead monarch butterflies because they yeah. didn't feed them. Uh, with Grody, yeah, uh, you yeah. know whose job was it to feed the the butterflies? Yeah, um, you know Brock ends up in the bedroom with Doctor Girlfriend. Does the whole like if you scream I'll break your neck, not if you understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she tries to entice him into having his way with her. Yeah. Like, you know, you're like, you're going to, you're going to have your way with me. We'll try to make it quick. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, I wasn't going to actually. Yeah. You know, yeah. Why not? I don't know. It's not, it's not <laughs> what I'm, me. it's not what I'm doing right now. Um, and she's, no. she's exceptionally insulted that, uh, that he's not interested, uh, in, in her. This is a grudge that she holds for the remainder of the series. Yeah. She like, yeah. she, she, uh, uh, like, will even like bring this up. Like she feels extremely jilted because nobody turns her down. Yeah. Yeah, it's strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Brock does. He's he's got uh, eyes for not one woman, mm-hmm. but multiple well, yeah. women. Yeah. Yeah. Um Dean wakes up uh at this point and all these people are standing around and he's recovering. Uh Dr. Orpheus gives him a Zuni fetish doll from the movie Trilogy of Terror, uh, the TV movie. <laughs> yep. Um for being such a brave little warrior. Mm-hmm. Um uh Helper gives him a worm freezer pop. Yep. Uh, Billy tells him that, uh, you know, he gave him the full package without saying what that is. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, later they show him uh, over the surgery, and Pete's like, good job, Billy. What is that, a sheep shank? Yeah, it's my like, signature. It makes a statement. Um, it's like so good. Like, it really makes a statement. Yeah. Um, um, and Pete's gift, he gives him a little envelope. Yeah. It's his pubes. It's very funny until Triana, this is like the worst thing on mm-hmm. earth, you know, comes up and it, he's just like, you should kiss him. That'd be cute. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, she's just like, is this the most embarrassing day on you've ever had? Yeah. He's like, yes. yes. Yeah. I, I, and, I, and I love that, like, just his entire pelvis is bandaged. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, like a, just a whole roll of gauze. Well, that, that's not actually like that. Like when I had my my, my circumcision, they did a big bandage. Basically, oh. and I wore a, a big loose pair of uh, pants around it. Huh. But they do kind of have to hold it because because your balls cannot sink uh, if you've uh, damaged the uh, those tubes and ligatures and stuff. Huh. They have to be held up. You know. Yuck. So yeah, yeah no, it was you know wasn't super cool. No, like the way home no. was rough. I'm, yes. I'm sure on, on transit. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we rented a car. That's good. But still, there's bumps on that road. Yeah. You know? Ugh. So, they so like, this part they, was well observed. They, did, they didn't give you a donut? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. Uh, no, this is just my natural badonk. Huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, 
with the illness taken care of, Dr. Venture calls and interrupts this huge hostage standoff that they have going on uh, with Brock, you know, Brock's game that he's doing for everybody. Uh, Monarch's lying, um, lying to Brock saying, oh, I've, I've swayed Hank to the dark side. Hank's like, no, you didn't. This is he, the- he says he's tasted the fruits of supervillainy and found them sweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. You broke my heart, Hank. <laughs> he, he just, just tries a different tact, like, yeah. you know, surrender or your precious, precious Hank Venture dies. Uh-huh. Um, there's blood everywhere and when doc uh calls he's like what is that and he's like no no these are jams and jellies we're enjoying an assorted gift pack yeah uh and then he licks some of the blood <laughs> like <"Aw." laughs> uh this this ends up being my favorite uh line in the movie or like the the episode this is my favorite bit yeah this is so dense with two jokes that i absolutely love um, where Dean tells Hank he's uh, he was going to put his pubes out for the Tooth Fairy, uh-huh. which is this running theme of the boys just thinking you just put any body part. Well, I mean, like he, uh, on, the, he the did skin. it with the skin. Like, you yeah. Put that yeah, like you just put anything on her, the Tooth Fairy will trade you. <laughs> just anything that's you know, sloths Tooth Fairy has wears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just want parts of you. Like, yeah. it's so fucking creepy. Uh, and then my favorite line in the whole thing, and it's so quick, where he's like, does the doctor see your creepy dog dork? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Hank, don't brag about your circumcision. I... <laughs> That is one of my favorite. That is so good. Yeah. Did the doctor see your creepy dog dork? Like, yeah. Jokes about turtlenecks yeah. just work for me. Uh-huh. Just the idea of like there are creepy dog dorks out there and then there are like regular dorks uh-huh. or having a regular dork versus a creepy dork. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I back to uh, uh, Brayton when we Googled that thing and there was a uh, Cubone touching uh, you oh. know, Cyndaquil's weird dick or whatever. Ah! <laughs> like, like, oh, God, I forgot about bags. that. Yeah, yeah, just like there's just something very funny about that to me. I've not been able to look you know? at Cubone the same since then. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Now that I know that you mutually master. I mean, there's it's real. They just lock eyes and they mutually master. I mean, comprende. But like it is uh, it is just incredible to see mm-hmm. and just like your creepy dog dork yeah like that, that being yeah. a very brother line well i mean and, and also the fact that there's history here the fact that one of yeah. them is circumcised and the other one isn't is really funny to me but also that mm-hmm. like one of them lords it over the other <laughs> that's so funny though like yeah. such a weird thing you know because if you if you, the only person you know is dean venture like you don't have classmates you don't have friends really yeah. you know you're gonna have all of those kind of relationships with that one person like mm-hmm. bully friend yeah all those things um yeah just incredible stuff it also has kind of lore implications yeah if one of them is circumcised and the other one isn't because i, I imagine they don't come out of their uh pupae phase right right so it's possible that just uh you know, Hank died so at some the, point, or it, just Dean died. No, so in the um, in the episode, Doctor Quim, Medicine Woman, uh, later on, mm-hmm. I, I learned this from the wiki because it's definitely not a detail I, I remembered. Um, uh, Hank gets circumcised, um, uh, like like by like the, by the tribesmen or whatever. So like mm-hmm. when the next Hank clone comes out, that version of Hank um, has his foreskin and it, uh, it it gets taken off. So something happens. Uh, to one of uh, something happened to Dean where he had his taken off, where where, where okay. he didn't have his taken, where th- something happened to this Hank where he had his taken off. So apparently well, like, it I just think... keeps on running into running into these situations. No, that's what I'm saying. Like something yeah. happened previously, like where they do the big montage of all yeah. the, the times there have been Hanks and Deans mm-hmm. in one of those realities. One they they died asymmetrically. Yeah, like they both got circumcised. Mm-hmm. Then Dean died. Got Brock back with his dog dork. Yeah. At this time in the chronology, and Hank had no dog dork. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, so. <laughs> it's like just, a, a Jindosh lock. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we're going to get into the mansion early. Yep. <laughs> Secrets break by figuring out what time which Ventura <laughs> had the dog dork. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so uh regardless the game is back on uh quick quick mm-hmm. cuts to the amazon and monarch is rushing through his speech that he had pre-prepared from the beginning about the dreaded kandiru um mm-hmm. and um as the monarch is ordering the ropes to be cut uh this time hank screams out in pain time out uh he's gonna go mm-hmm. through the same thing and it repeats and uh, we end our, our cold close or whatever is them doing a uh, PSA yes, for testicular torsion uh, from the Scrotal Safety Commission. Um, this is really fun. Yeah. Um, they're obviously reading lines, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, the, you know, just stop, touch, and tell. Yeah. Um, this was a website they made. Uh, mm-hmm. Back when this episode first aired, you could go to this actual website, but it's hence down. Yeah. I love the logo yeah. for the Scrotal Safety Commission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. That's really, really good. <laughs> Yeah. It's like a, it's a caduceus, but with the uh the two the, the, the two testes at the at the bottom of the twisted lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Uh and that's uh Are You There God? It's me, Dean. Yeah. Good episode. Um mm-hmm. love that guild uh that that, that 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 guild bureaucracy. Love conjectural technologies. Um and I love Brock uh giving the monarch a birthday gift. Yeah, it's just funny. There are a lot of funny lines in this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it, it's kind of, you know, being the next episode being Tag Sale, which is the greatest concentration of jokes yeah. in the season, I think. Uh, kind of, but this might be the greatest concentration. This and, like, Ghost of Saragosso. Yeah. You know, and just in terms of pure jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, and they're jokes or laughs, right? Like, it's not like, you know, they're they're doing setups and punchlines or anything like that. But just they're very, like, very funny and very quotable. Yeah. Uh, this episode. Mm-hmm. You know? Dig it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Pete and Billy, or Billy and Pete White. Like just absolute I'm legends. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm always gonna be down for them. Mm-hmm. Love them. Yeah. Um, thanks everybody for listening. We mm-hmm. appreciate you. Um, we'll be back next episode with a guest, um, Zach Handland, uh, writer for the AV Club, mm-hmm. is going to be joining us to talk about Tag Sale. You're it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then uh, probably a little too early for this, but we will be doing kind of end of season wrap up and response episodes yes um where we'll talk about the dvd special features um and we'll read your thoughts um so you know start thinking about that no need mm-hmm. to send them in just yet we still have some more episodes but we will be uh doing our uh, season one wrap-up yes we will um yeah. If you would like to, you can go leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or whatever uh, directory you happen to get this from. That does help us out. Uh, additionally, you can help us out if you have some money to throw around. Go to patreon.com slash TV. Get access to the, these episodes a week early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just support us. Please. We're nice. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, that's about it. I think so. Uh, yeah, until next time. Go, go Team Venture. Venture.